Welcome to the Purposeful Fitness with Coach Ola, where I dive in deeper into holistic health and fitness topics that will help you stay inspired, motivated, and dedicated to living a purposeful fit life while pursuing for the Akhirah. Hey everyone and welcome to 27th episode with Coach Ola. I am so excited to share a little announcement that I am super excited about. And that is, I do have a Facebook group. It's called F- Purposeful Fitness with Coach Ola. I just got back into it more and I'm super excited to make it to build a community of like-minded people to bring together my audience through this podcast to come under one place to dive into each episode more deeply to share what we learned to ask any questions any follow-ups and of course you do get access to me so if you have any questions about your weight loss journey for example or like how to get active in the summer or what to eat feel free to ask and of course we will support each other so it's a supportive community come and join it's on facebook And again, the Facebook group, um, Purposeful Fitness with Coach Ola, it's also on my Facebook page at BeFits for Akhira. Always feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions on my social media or the website at www.befitsforakhira.com. Again, I am doing my very ultimate best to reply back to all the messages on social media, emails within 48 hours. As you know, doing this podcast, everything, it's on my own as of right now. So it is getting a little bit too much. But alhamdulillah and inshallah, I'm doing my very best to stay consistent and to be here for everyone. The audience, on my social media, and of course on the Facebook. So thank you again for your continuous support. And also, I would like to share a review from iTunes. So again, please do go to iTunes to leave a review on the show to tell me what you like, what you do want to see in the future. And I will share the recent podcast iTunes review by MK Tribe. And it says, amazing. Love working with her in the community. She's authentic. Thank you so much. And that's from Brother Muhammad, who I did help out when it came to coaching soccer for the local community. And I dived into it with Nura on how to get kids active for the summer. So today's episode is on how to stay healthy during the summer for women who do have children who are moms or for anyone who wants to continue that healthy lifestyle during the summer. This is what the episode is all about. Nazima Qureshi is our guest and she's a registered dietitian and nutritionist dedicated to helping Muslim women live healthier and happier lives. She helps transfer lifestyles into healthier ones without restrictive diets through one-on-one counseling and programs offered to women around the world. Nazima is a leading nutritionist expert for the Muslim woman and has featured in Self Magazine, CBC and CNN to name a few. Nazima loves creating new recipes with her own South Asian flair and healthy twist, as well as spending time outdoors with her husband and two daughters. And by the way, guys, her husband is Bilal Hafiz, who also came on the podcast on how to maintain the muscle gains during Ramadan. I highly recommend you listen to that episode. He is an amazing fitness professional as well, and it's always important and helpful to hear other fitness professionals on how they train, whether through Ramadan or outside of the month. Without any further ado, let's welcome Nazima. Hello, 
Hey, Salam Alaikum, Nazima. How are you today? Walaikum Salam. Ola, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. So please tell us about yourself and what you currently do. So I'm a dietitian and nutritionist. I primarily work with Muslim women in, a, in different capacities. So I offer um, one-on-one counseling as well as group programs. Um, and I offer these services to women all over the world. I also, you know, as an expert, nutrition expert and write for a variety of magazines and develop recipes as well. Yes. And we'll share your links at the end. But everyone, she does really amazing recipes that will make you go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing and yeah so Nazima since we are recording on in July summer has started so during the hot summer and you as a mom and as a wife how do you manage to stay healthy while going out on vacations and being out with your kids just pool time of course you can tell us about your kids age to keep things into perspective as well yeah keep sure yeah, for sure. So I have two daughters. One is four and the other one is a year and a half. And so with the summertime, I actually I love the summer um, because it's such a, a great time to get active. And so like my husband and I, we recently bought bikes. So we've been, you know, using this like summertime to kind of get active and just take our bikes everywhere. And then we just have our kids in the buggy behind us. And then my husband um, rides the bike with them. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, we usually we really take this opportunity to get active and spend a lot of time outdoors. And so, you know, something as simple as, you know, riding bikes, if you don't have bikes, you know, going for a walk, going for hikes, you know, just packing a picnic and just getting out in the in the outside. And I think, you know, just being out in the nature kind of, you know, one is great for your mental health, but it's also a great way to get active. Yeah. And everyone that uh, listen to the show. I know her husband or was one of the previous guests on my show, Bilal Hafiz, and how to maintain your muscle gains during Ramadan. And I highly recommend to listen to that show. It's really helpful. But so, how do you manage it? So, since you're a nutritionist and a dietitian, how do you manage with eating healthy? Because I know for me, for example, when I'm I'm very active, and I was I actually read it in one of the magazines that people who tend to be more active tend to eat more, and I notice it in my own body. So how do you, how can you, or can, how can people like me who are super, super active manage that appetite? Yeah. So I think one thing is to be prepared. So, you know, having your meals prepared from beforehand, if you know you're going to be out for a while, you know, packing a lunch or whether it's snacks, making sure you have appropriate snacks and, and meals. Like for instance, like with us, we never leave the house without having something packed. So if we know how, if even for a bike ride, we always have snacks on hand. And then that makes sure that we are eating healthier rather than just kind of, you know, getting stuck with picking up whatever is available, which isn't always the healthiest option. So yeah, so just taking some time out to kind of prep those meals and snacks really makes a difference. Staying hydrated is really key in the summertime, you know, because you will be sweating a lot more, obviously. So, you know, water as well as coconut water is a really great natural drink that kind of replenishes the electrolytes. And, and yeah, I find those are, those are kind of the main tips. I also find that maintaining a balance. So, you know, if you do have an ice cream once in a while, that's absolutely okay, but try not making it so that you're having an ice cream every day. And, and a lot of times when people are active, they get into this thing where they, they feel like they can treat themselves, which you absolutely can. But when it becomes something that's every day, when you think, when you justify, you know, a, an exercise with a treat, that kind of becomes a vicious cycle. So being really mindful of that, you know, having some of that preparedness with your meals and snacks beforehand, and then, you know, knowing when it's time for a treat. So scheduling that in your week uh, really helps as well. 
I love that. I'm going to apply it myself because I notice it. Every time I go to the pool and I swim, I'm always hungry. And even if I'm not hungry, I just want to eat anything. So, and I love your style and your approach to dieting because you're a, a dietitian who don't cut out like, you know, you're still like promotion, promoting it's okay to go eat bread, for example, and, you know, Southeast Asian, like I'm Arab, like, you know how our diet is. So what food recommendations and health tips that you can recommend to us to snack on? So for example, like I know Cliff Bar is not the healthiest option. So what, what can we like prepare? So ideally, I like to stick to like the least processed and less packaged items as much as you can. But when you're in a time crunch, you can always turn to kind of some of those protein bars. But for a really simple, like just something as simple as just cutting up fruit and having fruit with you, cutting up veggies, having that because in the summertime, you want like cool, refreshing things. And I find fruit and veggies are are very refreshing and they provide those kind of key nutrients. So in terms of fruit, you want to go for fruit that has high water content. So watermelon, strawberries, blueberries, these are all great options. And then also a lot of times people are lacking when it comes to vegetables. So they'll have any, they'll easily eat fruits, but then they're not eating enough vegetables. So, you know, the summertime is great for kind of having sliced cucumbers, celery, carrots with a dip or hummus is always a great option as well. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to be the devil advocate, I guess. So for people like me, for example, who I also do biking and I go to the pool, obviously it's hot outside and we cannot leave the vegetables or the fruits for too long outside. So it might go bad and you might not be able to grab with you the little freezer pack and what have you. So what other options? So people who like, like crunchy stuff like nuts and crackers, like how do you go about that as well? So I find, okay, like when you're, it depends how long you're, you're going out for, but I find like, you shouldn't be like the fruits and veggies stay pretty well in a, in a bag. Like usually if I keep like a, a water bottle and then the fruits and veggies, they stay okay. Cause even if you're staying outside for an hour, it should be fine. But if you're looking for kind of some items that aren't necessarily going bad at, for as long, one uh, recipe I really like is energy bites. So they're, you know, homemade granola bars that you don't even have to bake. So making that and it's made with oats, peanut butter, honey, and you can even add like chocolate chips if you if you really want and like some some like trail mix added to that. So that's a great option with nuts are nuts are a good option. You always want to go for unsalted nuts. However, one thing to remember is when you are active, you're going for a bike ride, you're going for a swim, you still want a source of carbohydrates. So you know, just if you just pack nuts, you may not feel like super energized because you need that source of carbohydrate. So something like an energy bite would be a great option. You can always go for a protein package protein bar if you don't have time to make it yourself. But going for something that has, you know, wholesome ingredients, not not a like a, a, an extremely long ingredient list, going for something that has a decent amount of protein, um, as well as fiber and not too much sugar. Right, I agree. Because and that's what made me switch from Cliff Bars to, I believe it's Lara Bars, because the sugar and the carbohydrates content was, uh, content was a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And I love Cliff Bars, but I was like, okay, never mind, time to switch things up. Um, I like how you mentioned being mindful, which is super important. And the electrolytes topic. I know your husband, on my epi- on the his interview, he mentioned that during Ramadan, he would um, use Himalayan salt with lemon. And I am part of a mom run this town group. In my community, and I'm training for the half marathon right now. And so I, I was having like, you know, bad feet issues for a long time in my mileages. So I was asking them for like recommendations. And one of the moms mentioned that you're low on electrolytes. And then she mentioned non-electrolyte uh, 
tablet, which I have used in the past. But then I like I remember what your husband said about the electrolytes during Ramadan. So is that still applicable after Ramadan? I assume still, but I like to see your opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's a lot of different options when it comes to electrolytes. One, before anything, you want to make sure your nutrition is on point, right? So you also get a lot of your electrolytes and, and balance your nutrition with that. And some with something like training for a marathon, it's really about what you're eating as well. So first that, but then after that, it's maintaining your with your if you're looking for a drink with electrolytes, you know, the like Gatorade sometimes could be a good option if you are, you know, really active. Gatorade is is good too because that sh- those simple sugars work. And then if you're looking for a more natural coconut water, I really like. And then what Bilal was saying is also a great option as well with the lemon and the the Himalayan sea salt. So those are all great options. But I think first and foremost, it's always about the nutrition, what you're eating. It's not only about what you're going to eat right before or after your your workout, but what you're eating throughout the week. Those are all things that are going to play into your your kind of fitness and how well you're training. Yeah, very true. And that's when well, you said being mindful as well. So uh, Nazima, if you mind sharing with us and with our audience and how you shifted from the healthy most healthy meal ebook to a program and like your programs that you have launched as well. Mm-hmm. So currently I have um, two programs. One is targeted towards Muslim women and one is targeted towards Muslim moms. I offer it a few times a year. And what I found was um, that women, you know, really need that support and that accountability and that coaching. And that really is what transforms someone from from really making those lifestyle changes. It's not really just about a diet, about just following a meal plan. Um, and I found that the women that were the most successful were the ones that had the coaching and the support from me. And so, you know, I do understand that everyone has a different budget. So I wanted to be able to offer kind of my services at a, a, in a way where more people can afford it. And so the group programs have been amazing because I've been able to offer, you know, what I offer one-on-one at a fraction of the price and, you know, and, and many women are able to take advantage of it. And then the added bonus is because we're all starting together at the same time as a group, there's that support and accountability from other members of the group as well. So it's been really great. So right now, currently, I have the general program for Muslim women. And so there's there's women from all over the world. There's They're from Canada, US, UK, Germany. And so it's been so amazing to see all these women come together with the purpose of kind of really improving their lifestyle. The other program I have is targeted towards moms because I find with moms, it gets a little bit more complicated because they're cooking not only for themselves, but also for their children. And then, you know, if they have spouses, also for their spouses as well. So I didn't want moms to have to feel like they're on a diet and they're eating separate food from their families because that's not sustainable. Like you can't eat like that forever. And so that meal plan is really, and and that program is really focused on helping moms put themselves first and then also learn how to make healthy meals that are more family style so that all like their children can enjoy it and their spouses can enjoy it as well. And so, so I find the the greatest win was hearing that, you know, the members, husbands or their children enjoyed the food. And I feel like that is really great because then they're more likely to make those recipes again and again. And I still have those moms from the program message me telling me, you know, that they made a recipe from the program and they're still continuing on. So to me, that is a huge win. And it really shows that they're able to make a lifestyle shift rather than just looking at it as, oh, I have to go on this diet for a few weeks and then I'm, I'm just going to go back to my regular ways. Awesome. And what were these two programs called again? So the the general women's one is called the Muslima Transformation Program. And then the mom's program is the Muslima Mom's First Program. I'm like taking notes. So the two programs are Muslima Transformation. And then the second one is the Muslima Mom Program. Muslima Mom's First. 
first awesome and are the doors open like once in a year twice in a year like when is the next so the next, next. so i operate a few times throughout the year so the next time right now we ha- i have the muslim transformation program going live but the next time i'm going to launch is going to be the muslim moms program and so that program will be launched in the fall so awesome. almost like in september yeah. yeah when school's back i like that very nice and so I know that we're going, we're going back to what we talked about earlier with having kids, being outside, because we know this is a time of vacation. A lot of families go on it. How can, especially like with women, how can they stay on, on track while they're on vacation? And if they have their kids that constantly want to eat outside, how can a mom manage all of that during yeah. summer? Yeah, I think like vacation can definitely get tricky. One thing, you know, really focus on maintaining your healthy habits outside of vacationing time. And then when you go on vacation, there's there's always a bit of leeway, right? So you don't want to feel like you're restricted or, you know, being extreme while you're on vacation. So there's always a bit more leeway when you're on vacation. But, you know, in order to still feel like have higher energy levels throughout your vacation, you know, making healthier choices for the most part can really help. So for instance, say there's a restaurant that like, for instance, like I'm a big foodie. So whenever I go on vacation, I always like make a list of all the restaurants I want to check out and they're not always the healthiest but what I do is if I know okay we're dinner time we're going to go and check out this restaurant I've been looking forward to then you know breakfast and lunch would be lighter and, and healthier as well so kind of managing that and then sometimes if you depending on where you're going sometimes you may have a small kitchenette or a kitchen in your in your hotel room or or wherever you are your cottage or wherever you're staying and so some things that you can do is say you're going out for dinner then breakfast you can just make at home and so having you know buying some simple items just to keep your fridge stocked if that's available that that is also helpful so i like that she said look up restaurants before you go on vacation if you can and then if you do go out for dinner have a light breakfast and a lunch so it can all balance out so during summertime, like what are the best foods to include um, in your breakfast, in your lunch? Because I know a lot of people might wake up and like, like you know, it's, a, it's the best time for smoothies, as we know. So what are the best food that we should focus on, in your opinion, during summer? So one thing is try not to skip breakfast because sometimes, you know, if you're having, depending on what your schedule is like. So if you're having, you know, you have a, a jam-packed day, you may just forget about breakfast. So try not to skip breakfast. Um, like you said, smoothies are a great option, but you want to make sure that they're balanced. So, you know, while fruit kind of adds the sweetness and some nutrients, you still want to make sure there's protein in there so you can get protein from your Greek yogurt. And then also adding some veggies as well uh, to balance out kind of the nutrients. So spinach is a great easy add in or kale as well. Other options for breakfast, I love overnight oats because you can make it the night before um, and then you can just grab and go in the morning. And so and overnight oats are like a, a colder option as well that if you want to have in the summertime, I find those are really my go to breakfast ideas for for the summer. Awesome. Well, Nazima, is there anything that I should have asked, but I didn't or anything that you would like to add to the conversation here? No, I think that you covered pretty much everything. I think the most important thing to remember is that, you know, being healthy isn't about, you know, making drastic changes and that isn't necessarily a sustainable way to go about it. And so really picking out like the with the summertime, if you want to p- pick out one or one to three things that you want to focus on, for instance, if you find you drink a lot of sugary drinks during the summer, swapping it for water and even just that one simple thing 
simple swap that you do can make a significant difference on your energy levels, how you feel, you know, if weight loss is a goal, it'll, it'll definitely impact that as well. And then so yeah, so really focus on one to three healthy eating habits. And then with the summer, take advantage of that heat and get outside and, and kind of be more active outdoors. So Nazima, can you so for example, I have a client who loves to eat um, cereal for breakfast, and I'm trying to help her swap, you know, cereal for something more healthier. And as we know, it's important to add a healthy protein to our breakfast so with the summertime and so she's a mom as well and she's trying to lose weight how can what recommendations would you add to the moms out there who have kids who are trying to lose weight stay active get active but um swap that sugary breakfast to a healthy breakfast because i know it's not going to be easy in one set like one day it's going to take time so how can summer be a good time to reset that whole lifestyle so okay so you asked a couple questions here so with the (laughs) um, with the breakfast um as you were saying so if you're identifying that breakfast is something that you struggle with and even just starting with that can make a significant difference so one thing i like to to always say is what you have at home is what you're going to be eating so if you're going to be stocking your your pantry with cereals and that's what you're likely going to turn to on a busy morning right so number one is you know what are you buying at the grocery store? Make healthier choices at the grocery store. And then therefore what you bring into the, your kitchen is what you're going to be eating throughout the week. So with cereals, um, I honestly don't even bring cereals home because I find it's very difficult to have to one, number one, find a healthy cereal. Number two, even if you find a healthy cereal to eat an amount that kind of has a balanced amount of carbs, um, usually what happens is you don't feel full with a bowl of cereal. So you end up eating quite a bit more. And so even the nutrition facts table that you see on the cereal box it's usually just for like about a half a cup or three quarter cups of cereal. But how many people just eat that much? They usually end up eating one or two big bowls of cereal. So you really end up increasing the carbohydrates and the calories as well. So instead of cereal, a really great option I like is the overnight oats. So overnight oats, what that entails is making the oats the night before. So you have your oats, your chia seeds, your nuts, you know, soaking it in some milk, whether you like almond milk, cashew milk, or regular milk, and then adding your fruits and berries to this. And so what this really helps with is cutting down the prep time in the morning. And so it'll be ready for you to go. It'll be in a jar. So I have this recipe on my website as well, actually, if anyone wants to try it out. But I find so many people have been actually eating healthier breakfast because of this specific breakfast, because you don't have to worry about it in the morning. You just have to grab it and eat it. True. And can I just tell you something? So for the listeners right now, I'm actually fasting for the six of, of Shawad. And I'm just like visualizing the eggs for some reason right now. <laughs> and I'm like, boiled eggs are actually a great option too for breakfast. Don't like, I mean, that's an idea as well. Like, you know, if you have overnight, your eggs are boiled. So the next day you're not going to make an excuse. You can have into your salad, for example, or even for breakfast. And there's just an option right there. Yeah, for sure. Boiled eggs are great. I would. So you want to make sure they're kind of balanced out with everything else. So if you just eat boiled eggs, you might find yourself still getting hungry really soon. So having a healthy source of carbohydrate really helps. So like some whole grain sprouted bread, and then you can even add in some fruit on the side. Yeah, no, for some reason, I'm visualizing this smoothie with an egg right now, <laughs> like on the side and like a healthy smoothie. But no, you're right. We need obviously all the healthy macros, like the carbs, the proteins, the healthy fat. So I like that. Is is there any tips that you can add for the kids? Because I know like you are, you have, you know, obviously two beautiful daughters and they're super, like active during the summer. So how can you help them stay healthy during the summer? And for the moms who are listening, who have kids also, 
how can they help their kids stay healthy during summer? So one thing to remember is the best way to have your kids stay healthy is how what you role model, right? So a lot of times parents will complain that their children are picky eaters or they're not making healthy choices, but then it's what are you as a parent eating in front of them and what are you role modeling? So sometimes I'll hear like parents like list off all these things they won't eat, but then they expect their children to eat everything. So, you know, really kind of what you offer is what they're going to be eating. So if you're making healthy meals for the whole family, they're more likely to eat it. And then also kind of including familiar food. So sometimes, you know, if the parents are trying to eat healthy, they may start eating, making, you know, healthier recipes and, and foods that the kids aren't familiar with. So including at least one familiar item at the table will kind of ease the children into it. And then also telling the children that they have to at least try it. And if they don't like the food, then there is that familiar option that they can always try that they can always have. So really like easing into it, I think having a very positive approach with the children is important and not labeling food as good or bad, but really focusing on kind of the positives and how, you know, food provides the children with energy and using kind of positive language is very important. Yeah. And so obviously I'm not a mom, so I cannot really relate, but I understand how it, because I obviously go to the public pool a lot and I'm very outside at the same time. So I see a lot of time like kids in the pool and like sometimes the parents would order pizza to the pool and stuff like that. So it just made me ask that question since you're a mom. And then just recently this past week and actually I was, um, I saw my friend who was, she brought with her, it's a bit like it's still like, you know, one year old. So she brought with her blueberries and then she was feeding the, her, her son blueberries. I was like, that's such a good idea. Like she's prepared in advance. And that's a really good tip as well. Like what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And that, that preparedness from beforehand is helpful for children and adults. So like I was saying, like, I never leave the house without snacks, because the children always get hungry. And now even with us, because we're active too, like we all get hungry. So we just make sure we have healthy snacks on hand. Yeah. So to recap what Nazima was saying, it's to be mindful. So this summer, make sure you're, you're staying, you stay mindful to try your best to ha cut out only less processed food. And I, I, we know it can be a little challenging during the summer especially if we're going to go out for parties, pools, what have you, prepare in advance and role model if you have, if you're a parent, your kids and also your family. And then, so Nazima, where can we stay in contact with you? So you can follow me on Instagram at Nutrition by Naz, also on Facebook, Nutrition by Nazima, and then on my website, you'll find a lot of formative articles as well as recipes. And that is www.nutritionbynazima.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And everyone, make sure to follow up with her. Thanks for having me, Ola. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe today and leave a five-star review. You can also screenshot and share this episode with a family or a friend. Be strong. Be fit. Be fit for Akhirah.